Qualitative Study of Medical Students' Perceptions of Resident Feedback by Shannon Wong, Kong Luo, Graham McDonald, and Rose Hodla. Abstract. Context. Residents play a pivotal role in medical students' clinical education. From a feedback lens, the near-peer relationship between student and resident holds the potential to foster an educational alliance that could influence learning. We undertook the current qualitative study to explore medical students' perceptions of feedback experience with residents, addressing when, how, and why, and conversely when and not and why not, resident feedback plays a role in their clinical education. Methods. Our methodology was qualitative interpretive description informed by phenomenology. We conducted 24 semi-structured interviews with third and fourth year medical students at one institution. The interviews aimed to foster rich discussion about students' feedback experiences with residents during clinical rotations. Data collection and analysis proceeded iteratively. Initial interviews were independently open-coded by three investigators and then collaboratively refined. Codes were applied to subsequent interviews and new codes were developed. During the final stages of analysis, we organized our themes by drawing on a sociocultural perspective to examine students' perceptions of relationship building with residents and when and how this influenced feedback and learning. Results. From the students' perspectives, when residents contributed to building interpersonal relationships with students, this in turn influenced students' receptivity to both encouraging and constructive feedback conversations. In the context of resident-student relationships that were perceived as supportive, resident feedback influenced how students approached learning and working in the clinical environment as well as students' visions of their future selves. In unsupportive relationships, students were less inclined to engage in feedback with residents, and students noted resident behaviors that they wanted to avoid in themselves. Conclusion. Residents are uniquely positioned to create a strong educational alliance with students in which feedback conversations can flourish. Focusing educational efforts on resident feedback conversations has the potential to significantly impact the feedback culture of our clinical environments. Section one, introduction. Effective feedback has been widely recognized as a valuable component of medical education that can have a powerful influence on student achievement and development. Contemporary understanding of effective feedback is grounded in a sociocultural and more specifically a social constructionist perspective. From this perspective, feedback or a feedback conversation can be defined as, quote, a dynamic and co-constructive interaction in the context of a safe and mutually respective relationship for the purpose of challenging a learner's and educator's way of thinking, acting, or being to support growth, end quote. This perspective on feedback foregrounds the nature of the learner-educator relationship as a central influence on student learning. Furthermore, this relationship is situated in a specific context or culture within which learning is understood as an act of meaning making encompassing not only explicit content or procedural knowledge, but also tacit knowledge of how the context or culture functions. The Educational Alliance is a theoretical framework of feedback in health professions education that considers individual and social processes of knowledge construction as interconnected. The Educational Alliance addresses the quality of the relationship between learner and educator and the influence of that learner, oh, sorry, and the influence of that relationship in affecting learner change. Sharing learning goals, activities, and relational bonds fosters the alliance. Notably, it's the learner's perception of the quality of the alliance that is key to the alliance's influence on learning. Learners judge the educator's investment in their relationship through examination of the educator's authenticity, engagement as an educator, and commitment to the growth of the learner. 
Most feedback studies in medical education, including those contributing to the development of the Educational Alliance framework, have focused almost exclusively on faculty-learner relationships. However, in clinical education, residents play a key role in students' education, and the relationship between residents and students and its influence on feedback is under-examined. For medical students, residents are near peers who have the proximity of a similar knowledge base, spend considerable face-to-face time with students, and have teaching responsibilities. Residents share similar social roles to students and have a recent perspective on the stresses of medical school training. Thus, residents are in a unique position to establish near-peer relationships with students. Near-peer teaching may impact higher levels of professionalism, improve communication and leadership skills, and professional socialization for learners. From a feedback lens, the near-peer relationship between student and resident holds the potential to foster an educational alliance that could influence learning. The current study addresses the gap between the potentially rich near-peer relationship between students and residents and our limited understanding of feedback and its effects on learning within this relationship. We explore medical students' perceptions of feedback experiences with residents, specifically examining the resident-student relationship from the student's perspective and their perception of its impact on learning. Through this research, we begin to address when, how, and why, and conversely, when not and why not, resident feedback plays a role in a student's clinical education. Examining the resident-student relationship holds the potential to contribute to our broader understanding of the perceived quality of relationships between students and others and its potential influence on feedback conversation. Section two, method. We used qualitative interpretive description as our guiding methodology as it offers a flexible qualitative methodology that addresses complex experiential questions while considering practical outcomes. This was consistent with our aim of understanding medical students' experiences of feedback with residents. Our methodology was also informed by hermeneutic phenomenology as a way of understanding medical students' perceptions of and the meaning they ascribe to resident feedback, in addition to exploring their experiences which influence learning. Our primary interest was not to build theory, but rather to illuminate a rich description of the ways medical students experienced their relationships with residents, when and how these relationships influenced or did not influence feedback conversations, and in turn, when and how these conversations influenced learning. Reflexivity. We explicitly acknowledge our role as researchers taking part in an act of knowledge construction. JL and SW brought an insider perspective as residents who regularly work with medical students in the clinical environment. Consistent with hermeneutic phenomenology, we recognized that as JL and SW were current residents, we could not separate or bracket their personal experiences of feedback conversations with students and discuss these explicitly with each other to inform both the data collection and analysis. GM is a graduate student trained in social sciences who brings an outsider perspective as well as expertise in medical sociology and qualitative research. RH is a physician and clinician educator who supervises students and residents on the hospital wards. As senior author, she has participated in and reflected upon many faculty learner feedback conversations and viewed these conversations through the Educational Alliance lens. Population and Recruitment The University of British Columbia, UBC, offers a four-year distributed MD undergraduate education program with clinical third and fourth years. 
voluntary participation in the study was offered to all 288 fourth year medical students at UBC during the 2019-2020 academic year through the program's listserv. All volunteers were included in the study. We specifically recruited this cohort as they were nearing completion of their undergraduate education and would have experienced a variety of feedback encounters with residents during their clinical rotations. Students' degree of contact and continuity with residents varies by clinical rotation. We were interested in students' feedback experience with residents on any clinical rotation at any site for any length of time. After interviewing the initial volunteers, we engaged in purposive sampling, inviting third-year students toward the end of their first clerkship year who would have had insight into their more recent experiences entering the clinical environment at the start of clerkship. We also sought out students who had less positive experiences with resident feedback using a snowball sampling technique where we asked current participants to approach peers who they knew had less positive experiences during clerkship. We continued recruiting participants with confirming and disconfirming viewpoints on feedback until theoretical sufficiency was reached. Each participant received a small honorarium for participation. Data collection and analysis. Data collection and analysis proceeded iteratively. We used individual semi-structured interviews as our primary source of data. SW, or a research assistant with qualitative research expertise, conducted and audio recorded the individual student interviews, as well as maintained field notes. The semi-structured interview guide aimed to foster rich discussion from participants about their feedback experiences with residents during clinical rotations. Individual interviews allowed for deep exploration of student experiences of feedback conversations with residents and provided a safe setting for the discussion of the potentially sensitive topic of a feedback experience. Interviews initially took place in person, but once the COVID-19 pandemic was underway, interviews were conducted virtually. As we progressed in our data analysis, the interview guide was modified to elaborate our understanding of our identified themes and can be seen in Appendix S1. Interviews were transcribed verbatim and de-identified so that individual students and the residents and patients they described were not identifiable. Throughout the data collection and analysis process, we engaged in reflective writing. Writing is an essential research method in phenomenology, which acknowledges the reflective and interpretive processes that facilitate understanding and interpretation of the participants' experiences. Writing aided us in understanding our prior feedback beliefs and experiences and helped us identify a tendency to view resident-student relationships and feedback conversations in a positive light based on our personal experiences as current or former students, residents, and teachers. GM's outsider perspective helped to monitor this tendency and encouraged us to continue to seek less positive feedback experiences and perspectives. This writing process facilitated co-construction between the participants' experiences and our perspective on the data. The team met frequently during data collection to undertake analysis of the transcripts. The interviews were read and examined in detail to elucidate the experiences and perspectives described by participants. Three team members, JL, SW, and RH, began by independently open coding the first five transcripts and iteratively developed our codebook. Subsequent interviews were coded by GM with frequent team meetings to review the coding and develop themes. Data analysis continued iteratively and moved between codes and themes. We created memos throughout the analytic process, which further contributed to the analysis. We used constant comparison analysis across the 24 transcripts to re-examine and refine our codes and themes. As we developed themes, a sensitizing concept for analysis was the Educational Alliance framework, as it foregrounded the student's perception of their relationship with the residents 
and the interconnectedness of that relationship to feedback and learning. During the final stages of analysis, we organized our themes by drawing on a sociocultural perspective to examine students' perceptions of relationship building with residents and when and how the relationship influenced feedback and learning. We coded and organized our data using in vivo software version 12.6.1 for Mac. Ethical considerations. Our study was approved by the UBC Behavioral Research Ethics Board, as well as UBC Medicine's Research Access Committee. Section three, results. We interviewed six third year and 18 fourth year medical students. There were 19 female and five male participants with a median age of 26 years, age range 23 to 34 years. In the following sections, we describe the themes that reflect when, how, and why participants valued feedback conversations with residents, and conversely, when not and why not. From the participants' perspectives, when residents contributed to building interpersonal relationships with students, this in turn influenced students' receptivity to feedback conversations, irrespective of whether the feedback was encouraging or constructive. In the context of resident-student relationships that were perceived as supportive, Resident feedback influenced how students approach learning and working in the clinical environment, as well as students' visions of their future selves. Below, we include illustrative quotes in support of our themes. And in Appendix S2, we include a longer, richer description from a participant, which illustrates relationship building by the resident and the impact on feedback with the students. So theme one, building relationships. Residents could be welcoming. Participants identified their clerkship year as a formative time as they transitioned from the classroom to the clinical setting. One participant described it as, quote, that really vulnerable period when you're a third year student and you're suddenly thrown into the wards. You've gone from book studying for six years with undergrad and then medicine to being on the ward. You're feeling nervous, you're vulnerable, end quote. When participants were welcomed by residents as part of team, they described feeling respected and valued. Quote, I think it really enhances your experience as a medical student when you feel so supported and welcomed into the environment. And that really sets the stage to allow you to feel more comfortable, end quote. By contrast, there were a few participant descriptions of residents who were not welcoming, such as one participant who described that, quote, the resident did not really incorporate me into her day-to-day -day activities, end quote. The participant went on to explain how this negatively affected their sense of belonging. Quote, I wasn't really sure what my role was supposed to be, and I wasn't really getting any clear feedback from her as to what I should or should not do before I actually did things, end quote. Residents could take time to know the student. In addition to welcoming them onto a rotation, students also perceived that many residents used opportunities in working together to build rapport and provide support. Relationship building required both student and resident, resident participation, as, quote, it's a two-way street. It's a relationship where the medical student also needs to invest in order to get that return, end quote. Participants noted that early in their relationship, some residents inquired about learning goals, which then facilitated a conversation centered around, quote, those areas that I had been wanting to have exposure or feedback on, end quote. From the participant's perspective, direct observation by a resident also contributed to relationship building. As one participant expressed, quote, I value the time that the residents put into or the time they spend with us and how that impacts their perspective on our work. Quote. Our participants described direct observation across a number of contexts, including history taking, physical examination, serious illness discussions, and coaching students through procedures. 
Active engagement of a resident in a student's learning seemed to directly enhance the student's perception of the quality of their relationship with the resident. As one participant described, quote, when residents show that they are willing to sacrifice their time and energy to teach you and not just ask you questions and tell you why they are wrong, I think that's when students, or at least me personally, want to in turn listen and internalize more of that feedback. I think we're looking for advice that we can trust, and advice that we can trust comes from people that deem we deem are invested in us and, you know, have taken the time to form a relationship with us, end quote. In contrast to building positive relationships, there were some participants who described resident behaviors that led them to not want a relationship nor seek feedback. A few participants described the sentiment captured by one who explained, quote, sometimes I felt talked down to, especially with newer residents, end quote. And this led to the student being less likely to ask them questions moving forward. Although infrequent, other students described resident behaviors that contributed to a student's sense of being unsupported, including not having time for or being dismissive of student questions or appearing very judgmental of a student's performance. Another participant contrasted a relationship with a resident who had been supportive and one who had not. Quote, with the first experience of the supportive resident, I felt like I built a connection with the resident and I felt more comfortable talking to the resident in the future. But with the second less supportive resident, I felt like I was afraid to talk to her in the future, like I was afraid to ask questions. I was a bit more afraid to review my cases. End quote. Theme two, relationship influences student receptivity to feedback. When participants felt that they were in a supportive relationship with the resident, they were more likely to consider both encouraging and constructive resident feedback because the feedback felt, quote, like it was specifically tailored to me, end quote. One participant described in detail how the perception of a supportive relationship with the resident impacted them. Quote, I feel like it honestly was the ideal situation. We've been able to work with each other for two weeks straight every day. He'd seen me work in different settings, so I felt like he was familiar with my working style and my strengths and weaknesses. He was incredibly kind in his delivery, and he treated me like a human being rather than like some people speak down to medical students, and he really did not. He spoke to me as an equal, as a learner, which was really nice and appreciated. I felt respected and taken seriously, end quote. In the context of a supportive relationship, participants were able to value feedback that could be perceived as critical, as this participant describes. Quote, this particular resident did it in a way where he kind of preempted by saying, I know that you're still a medical student and you're here to learn, so this is why I'm telling you. And I think that really kind of paved the way to make it a more comfortable conversation, end quote. Conversely, when a supportive relationship was absent, participants reported negative emotional responses and were less engaged with constructive feedback. One participant stated, quote, I think it's difficult sometimes to accept feedback from someone you really do not respect or trust. I think it's then difficult for them to give me feedback and for me to take it and really internalize it because you do not really respect them as a person, end quote. In the setting of a less supportive relationship, even positive feedback could be discounted. One student described an experience with a resident who did not respond to their calls for help with the patient, although the resident was managing the patient issues behind the scene. The participant described that this led to an erosion of trust in the resident. And when the resident later offered positive feedback to the student, the student recognized that, quote, feedback just wasn't professional or in my mind how feedback should go, end quote and they subsequently did not value the resident's positive comments on their performance. Resident feedback perceived as low stakes. 
Residents' proximity and training to students influenced some participants' perception that resident feedback was low stakes and constructive. As one participant explained, residents know where you're at. They know your knowledge base. They know what the expectations are, what makes a good medical student, and what you should do to make the service work better, end quote. As a result, students could perceive that a feedback conversation with a resident, quote, feels more like a friend talking to you, whereas with the staff, it feels like your teacher talking to you, end quote. This proximity and training could in turn influence the value that students placed on the feedback from residents. Quote, I really value residents' feedback just because, for the most part, I feel we are much more, they're just kind of that middle ground between a very novice learner and someone who's very experienced in the field. And so they're a little bit closer and connect with us, end quote. The proximity and training seem to contribute to some participants seeking out feedback from residents, as this participant explained, quote, I'm almost asking for more honest feedback, almost more constructive feedback, because I find oftentimes they're more equipped to say, you know, well, when I was a medical student, I did this and it was more impressive. Or they can give more honest feedback without the stakes, I think, being as high, end quote. Conversely, faculty feedback was often perceived as high stakes with an assessment focus. As one participant explained, quote, the only feedback that ultimately matters for whether you pass your core rotations is unfortunately from the attending, end quote. Participants also associated faculty with career advancement and promotion through the next stages of clinical training, including providing reference letters which help you get a job. Therefore, for many participants, faculty feedback felt high stakes with the potential for serious implications. Theme three, influences of feedback with residents. Resident feedback addresses practical aspects of work. For many participants in the context of a supportive relationship with the resident, resident feedback was perceived as being, quote, more valuable in developing your clinical practice, end quote. One participant expressed that, quote, for personal learning and growth, I actually value the resident's feedback more than faculty feedback because I generally feel that the resident's feedback is more realistic and more relatable, end quote. Many participants valued resident insights and tips that focused on the practical aspects of medicine, quote, I feel like residents are the ones that, for the most part, teach you the details. And that's how I learned to do a good consult, how to act in a hospital, those sorts of feedback, which I found the most beneficial for practice, end quote. When situated in a supportive relationship, resident feedback could encourage active learning, as suggested by this participant. Quote, the entire rest of my rotation was shaped by that feedback experience. The resident made me feel very comfortable trying new things and pushing me to learn. I trusted his feedback and I trusted his ability to keep me safe as a learner, end quote. Resident feedback influenced students' vision of future self. For participants who describe supportive relationships with residents, feedback helped them envision themselves in the future. As this participant explained, quote, if a resident is like a really great role model in terms of their attitude toward patients, their attitude towards students, and their attitude towards their work, then I'm more likely to want to internalize their feedback because I sort of interpret them as a person that I would like to strive to be, end quote. One participant reflected that feedback from residents had a, quote, significant role in what I did as a student and what I'll do now at the beginning of my residency, end quote. And many participants perceived residents as positive role models. As this participant reflected, role modeling could have a significant impact on a student's career aspirations, quote, he became a big role model for me, and it was also a very strong motivator for me to consider internal medicine as a career. And I think that strong role modeling of teaching and of mentorship is going to stay with me regardless of what I choose to do, end quote. Conversely, a less supportive relationship could highlight characteristics a student would not want to adopt. As this participant stated, 
quote, when you have negative experiences, it kind of just makes you feel like in the future, if that were me, I would try to not be like that, end quote. Some participants reflected on resident feedback influencing how they might engage in future conversations with learners. As this participant stated, quote, by demonstrating a style of teaching that I really appreciated, it taught me how I would like to teach a more junior medical student when I'm on the wards as a resident, end quote. Through their fostering of a supportive interpersonal relationship and their engaging in feedback within that relationship, residents seem to inspire some participants to emulate the residents' approach to clinical practice and their approach to feedback conversations. Section four, discussion. While contemporary feedback research in medical education is focused on faculty learner interactions, the current study extends a line of inquiry into resident-student relationships and the impact on feedback. From a social-cultural perspective, learning through feedback occurs through interaction, negotiation, and collaboration between individuals, a perspective that's encapsulated in the Educational Alliance framework. We focused on the Educational Alliance as it foregrounds the learner's perception of the strength of the Alliance, which aligns with our research methodology. Our study suggests that residents are in a unique position to build a strong educational alliance with students, and that in turn provides a space for meaningful feedback conversations. It was quite striking in our data that a supportive interpersonal relationship with a resident was inextricably woven into a student's perception and feedback. On the latter point, we acknowledge that as a research team, we're strongly influenced by the relational or sociocultural perspective. Among the students' descriptions of feedback were traces of the three elements, sharing learning goals, educational activities, and relational bond, that contribute to creating a strong educational alliance. The elements of sharing learning goals and educational activities did not appear to be standalone influences on the educational alliance, but seemed to work in service of developing the relational bond. Early in a rotation, residents were often perceived as welcoming students to the clinical environment. Welcoming is an act of hospitality, which contributes to relationship building by demonstrating care for students and which paves the way for students to feel like a member of the healthcare team. Relationship building also occurred through residents taking time to get to know their students, which included not just social interactions, but asking about learning goals, engaging in direct observation and offering opportunities for learning. Our students' perspectives on the learning benefits from residents mirror some of the broader near-peer literature, showing students who are tutored by a near-peer engage in more active and participatory learning, receive immediate feedback, and ultimately demonstrate greater student ownership over their learning. Residents were perceived as having less influence on summative assessment as they were lower in the team hierarchy compared to faculty. This contributed to a perception that resident feedback was low stakes and focused on student growth. In the broader feedback literature, there's increasing recognition that a learner's perception of the stakes of the feedback influences a learner's sense of safety and their willingness to engage with the feedback. Within a supportive relationship, students could be receptive to both constructive and encouraging feedback. Conversely, in a relationship that was perceived as unsupportive, students were less likely to seek or take up feedback. This is consistent with the perspective that who gives the feedback is as important as what or how it's delivered. It was the valence of the relationship between the students and residents, i.e. supportive versus unsupportive, and not the valence of the feedback message, i.e. encouraging versus constructive, that influenced a student's willingness to engage with the feedback. In the context of a supportive relationship, feedback with residents had a number of impacts on student growth and development. 
Resident feedback seemed to foster a sense of belonging by teaching students as much about how to act like a doctor as the technical skills and knowledge of how to practice as a doctor, consistent with other studies demonstrating the influence of residents on students' clinical learning experiences. Students paid attention to how residents taught and provided feedback, invoking a desire to emulate that practice when they became residents. Resident feedback influenced student behavior as well as career development, as students began to envision future visions of themselves through these residents. Conversely, in unsupportive relationships, students felt less like they belonged on the team, and their learning including noting resident behaviors that they wanted to avoid in themselves. Limitations. Our study is not without limitations. While we sampled broadly among medical students, we only examined a single institution. Student participation was voluntary, and our understanding of students' experiences with resident feedback may be influenced by those who are willing to share either very memorable positive or negative experiences with us. The voluntary nature of the study may have selected for students who are already engaged in thoughtful reflection about their learning and feedback experiences. Studies have shown that female medical students are more likely than their male counterparts to seek out feedback, and there were a majority of females in our study in a proportion higher than that in the class at large. Although residents in our institution are offered resident as teacher workshops, these are few and variable across training programs, and we have no reason to believe that the residents described by our students were uniquely adept or feedback-focused educators. Implications for education. One of the most salient implications from our study is that focusing our educational efforts on resident feedback conversations has the potential to have a significant impact on the feedback culture of our clinical environments. Our study identified the integral role of the interpersonal relationships with residents in influencing feedback credibility and behavioral change among students. There are unique elements to this relationship, example, near peer investment in the relationship, et cetera, that allow students to safely approach residents for feedback and use it for their learning and growth. Residents teacher curricula exist in many residency training programs, and studies have shown that these programs improve resident confidence in teaching and help them develop feedback skills. Our study would suggest that these curricula should emphasize techniques for building strong interpersonal relationships between residents and students. Although residents may have a more limited range of clinical and educational experiences compared with faculty, when residents are perceived by students as working towards creating a strong educational alliance, they're able to foster impactful feedback conversations. There may be great value in protecting resident-student relationships to focus on feedback and not assessment. While faculty can engage in creating a strong educational alliance with learners, using similar behaviors to our participants' descriptions of resident behaviors, faculty-learner relationships are often overshadowed by assessment. By contrast, students perceive feedback with supportive residents as being low stakes and constructive. As an assessment focus can pose a barrier to establishing an effective educational alliance, encouraging and protecting residents to engage in feedback while faculty focuses on assessment could provide a clearer distinction between these two purposes. Section 5, Conclusion. Residents, by virtue of their proximity and training to students, as well as specific actions they undertake to build a supportive relationship, can engage in meaningful feedback with students that can influence both students' ways of working i.e. practical aspects of doctorate, and students' ways of being. For example, the future physician and teacher the student could be. In many ways, students and residents may create the ideal feedback relationship that has been so elusive in faculty-learner encounters. Conflict of interest. All authors have no conflict of interest to declare. And acknowledgement. 
The authors thank Sylvia Mazabel for her assistance with data collection and the participant of all participation of all our students. <laughs>